Hey, I'm Coach Ebb, the Mindset Queen. I teach women how to live their lives authentically and get unstuck. I own a fitness app, a women's goal success app, and a life coaching program. I have coached hundreds of women over the years and have helped them develop better bodies, habits, and routines that has ultimately led them to a more fulfilled life. I believe life is meant to be lived and experienced at your highest peak. It is my passion to shift mindsets and help women achieve their goals and live their best lives. To work with me, visit my website, www.thefitteam.com. And without further ado, here is Morning Motivation for the Fit Mind. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Welcome to another episode of Morning Motivation for the Fit Mind. I'm your coach, Ebony W., and today is my 32nd birthday. And it is the first year that I have completely closed out all of the chapters from my 20s. And I can honestly say I have learned so much from that decade of my life. I mean, light years. Can you think of a time in your 20s? If you are in your 20s, maybe try your teens. But think about you a decade ago and how much have you changed since then, 10 years ago? In 2012, who were you 2012? I can tell you, I was a completely different person. But today I want to talk about 10 of the life lessons my 20s have taught me. And as I make another trip around the sun for this next coming year, as I celebrate another year of my life, I look forward to more life lessons, more failures, more pivots, more success, more abundance, more love, more wealth. I look forward to experiencing more life as my highest possible self. 10 lessons that my 20s have taught me. Number 10, you cannot change the past or what's happened to you, but you can choose how long you let it control your current life. See, we can't pick our families. We can't pick a lot of the situations that happen to us as we're toddlers, adolescents, teens, and sometimes young adults, we can't choose that stuff. Sometimes life truly does just happen. However, we're supposed to learn from that. We're supposed to take those life lessons and we're supposed to become a full and complete version of us, whatever that looks like. But in order to get to that level within yourself, you have to stop looking in the rearview mirror. 
You have to stop blaming other people. You can't continue saying it's someone else's fault because at some point in time, you have to understand that you have a choice. You have a choice to move forward. You have a choice to heal. You have a choice to seek help. You have a choice to become better. But that can never happen as long as you are harping over the things that have happened to you. Wake up. It's already happened. You can't change it. So you might as well grab a lesson and move forward. Number nine, self-care isn't selfish. It's one of the greatest things that you can ever do for yourself, for your sanity, for your peace, and for your health. See, when you take care of yourself, you not only take care of others, but you take care of your future generation. You teach those surrounding you how to take care of themselves by seeing you put yourself first. Can you remember seeing your mother struggle, seeing your mother break down and cry? No. The better you take care of yourself, the better you're able to serve and take care of others. Self-care literally has the greatest ROI on earth. ROI, return on your investments. How much do you get back by pouring into yourself? Everything. When you take an hour for you, for your physical health, when you take an hour for your physical health and you work out in the gym, one hour extends your life when you take one hour to read a financial literacy book, you increase your chances of financial freedom. When you take one hour to relax, to deep breathe, to get massages, to go do yoga, to literally move your muscles, you are removing the stress and tension from your body. Therefore, you can handle more. You can see the possibilities. You can reduce the amount of stress, the amount of cortisol, the amount of bad toxins that duplicate and replicate because of stress and lack of sleep. You can reduce that stuff. You can make your life better by taking care of yourself. So don't sleep on number nine because self-care is not selfish. Number eight, admit you're wrong. (laughs) I know, it sounds crazy. What do you mean admit I'm wrong? I'm never wrong. (laughs) I promise you, you're wrong more often than you think. See, everybody looks at life from their own perspective. Everybody has a different version of how life has rolled out for them, how life has developed for them. By admitting you're wrong, you're able to then ask for an explanation, ask to see from someone else's perspective, broaden your own understanding and your own knowledge of other people's worlds. Choosing to admit your errors or the possibility of your mistakes immediately de-escalates any situation. Try being in a fight and just saying, okay, you know what? I'm wrong. I'm wrong. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I I shouldn't have yelled. I shouldn't have done this. Let's talk about this. How 
or where did I mess up at? Even if you do not believe you were wrong in that moment, that opens the door for the other person to have a conversation. It opens the door for the other person to be heard so then you can get your point across and you can hear. See, choosing to admit you're wrong isn't a bad thing. You're able to learn other people's experiences. You're able to learn from other people's perspectives. And you're able to grow your own knowledge. If you're the smartest person in the room, find a new room. You should always be a student of life, a student of perspectives, a student of knowledge. That's the only way to grow in this life. So admit you're wrong. Say I'm sorry first. I promise life will change for the better. And you will stop taking things so personal because you'll be able to understand people better. Number seven. Now this one right here mm, was all my 20s. I had to learn a lot about this one. Some people still have a lot to learn. Some people, they are much further ahead in these studies. But gentle parenting. Ah, gentle parenting has been one of the best things that have happened to me and my daughter's relationship. And my relationship with a lot of the children in my life. You see, gentle parenting doesn't mean you're letting your kids call the shots. It means that at some point you realized that you're raising a tiny human. This tiny human has to be prepared for this world. It means that you realize you're not raising a robot. You're not raising a person who's going to be perfect in every single way. Gentle parenting means that you are reparenting yourself in order to speak to other people, in order to create better communication techniques. You realize the importance of teaching these tiny humans the same communication skills that you're currently using with your partner, with your boss, with your mother. Instead of repeating the same cycles and creating toxic environments for your children to have to heal from, gentle parenting addresses your toxicity. And it allows you to create a loving and safe environment for your children to function in society and within the family dynamic. It teaches them how to be functioning, emotionally independent adult humans. Gentle parenting is for every single person within the family structure. Lesson number six. Most people have experienced life-altering trauma at some point in their lives, and they are healing from their own issues. It doesn't matter the varying degree of trauma. Some people have experienced some people have experienced rape, child molestation, murder, seeing their parents murdered, drugs being homeless, being sold into slavery, being sold into sex slavery, being sold into various different parts of this world. 
some people have truly experienced trauma. And then others, they've experienced trauma too, but their trauma seems different. They didn't get into the college they wanted to. They were rejected by their teachers. They were rejected by their parents. They weren't accepted in some places. They didn't have a trust fund. It doesn't matter what the trauma is. Trauma is trauma and it affects the brain the same way. No, you don't get PTSD by not having enough money in your trust fund. But that hurt in that person that experienced that trauma, it may not be the exact same scale and the exact same varying degree, but it still changes that person enough to make different choices so they do not feel that hurt anymore. Everybody has experienced trauma. It doesn't make yours more important or less important than someone else's. It should just give you the insight to be a little bit more gentle with people because you'd never know what their varying degree of trauma is or was. You don't know where they are on their healing journey. So just be gentle, lead with kindness. Lesson number five, just because someone has gone through a lot of trauma, just because someone has gone through a lot of hurt, that doesn't make it your responsibility, nor does it give them permission to hurt you and cause you more trauma. You see, some people, you see this phrase, ah, three, two, one. You see, misery loves company. And when someone doesn't heal from their own trauma, they project it onto others. They project it onto their children. They project it onto their siblings. They project it onto their own relatives. No one's going to give you permission to leave that situation but you. You are not meant to be hurt or be harmed or continuously put yourself in mental or physical harm way because someone else got hurt by their life, by their choices, by their experiences. I learned in my 20s that you should leave any and every situation that doesn't serve your highest good no matter who and or what that situation is tied to. And sometimes breaking up with those people may hurt. They may cut deeper than you realized. But once you're free, once you have removed those hurt people, your life will feel 10 times lighter, freer, Once you're able to break free of someone else's trauma bonds, someone else's trauma holds, you're able to see yourself better. You're able to think higher of yourself. You're able to become your highest self. You're not held back by your own thoughts. Sometimes you're held back by other people's thoughts of you and they've programmed you to think the same things. Remove yourself. Release them all. Their trauma doesn't have to be your trauma. It can end today. That is your choice. Lesson number four. 
Life has taught me that you are responsible for yourself, your actions, and your choices. Your responsibility is to uphold each of your life requirements to their highest regard. Such as, if you accept the role of a parent, then it's your responsibility to learn about the person you gave birth to or adopted. It is not their responsibility to become who you want them to be. You have your own life. Don't squander it by trapping a little human to your beliefs. Learn about them from them. Understand their perspective of the world. And better yet, ask yourself, how can the life that you provided for them teach you? You see, your responsibilities. Then you'll truly understand that life is up to you and your choices. You are the creator and you are the author of your life and you choose how successful you are by the actions today. You choose how successful you are by your actions today. So if you focus on yourself and being the best parent you can be, being the best employee you can be, being the best business owner that you can be, being the best dog mom, being the best cat mom, being whatever you are, however many roles and titles that you wear, how can you show up as your best self for these positions? How can you choose the best choices for your highest good? Your life is your responsibility. So live your life, not your life through other people. Your life is your responsibility. Your happiness is your responsibility. Your peace is your responsibility. And all of these are controlled by you and your choices. Lesson number three, there are no do-overs in this life. Either you're spending your life doing what you hate to please others, or you're spending it living in your purpose as your most authentic self. It is your choice whether you live up to your highest good, to the highest potential, to your ultimate peak. It's your choice. Or it's your choice to continue suffering in silence while shushing the inner you. There are no do-overs. You don't get a second chance at this life. You wake up every day and you get to choose. What color shirt am I wearing today? What breakfast am I going to eat today? Am I going to eat breakfast? Am I going to even pack a lunch? Or am I going to procrastinate? Tell myself I'm going to eat healthy, go to work and pick up something quickly from a fast food restaurant. You made that choice. You weren't running late. You chose to do something else before getting ready for work. You chose to not eat breakfast. You chose to not pack a lunch. You weren't rushing. You were choosing to move at the pace that you moved at. Once you understand that there are no do-overs and that, that it is best to choose each one of your actions consciously, then you'll become your best self because you're not going to choose something that's intentionally harming you. Once you understand that it's yours, why would you destroy it? 
Lesson number two. Now this one. Oh. <laughs> Look. Try not to make any permanent decisions until your brain has fully developed. Now, what I mean by that is your brain is not a full adult until it's 25 years old. So your brain has to age 25 years before your full logic and reasoning is developed. So with that being said, with that little piece of information and knowledge, please don't try to make no permanent decisions before the age of 25, because I promise you, you will not be the same person when you are 35. It's it's, it's not going to work. It just isn't. I've seen what I need to see. I don't like it. Tomato, tomato, boo. No, enjoy your 20s. Live your life to your fullest potential, whatever that is at the level that you're at in this life. Your brain isn't fully developed until you're 25. Why make a permanent decision that will affect the rest of your life before you have fully matured, before you have all the, to even make a logical and sound decision? So lesson number two, try not to make no permanent decisions before that age of 25, because you, you, it's, it's, you're just going to change. And it, you're just going to evolve and you're just going to be a brand new person. So enjoy life, experience life, but don't do permanent decisions. And finally, lesson number one, your pain will help you discover your purpose. What I mean by that is the pain that you go through, the pain that you heal from, that journey itself, that journey itself will unravel who you are or who you thought you were. And as you rebuild yourself, as you become who you know you can be and who you see yourself as, you'll discover that everything that you went through, everything that you healed from, gave you the tool set that you needed to live your best life, to reach your highest potential, to become everything that you imagined yourself to be before the pain. So I leave you with this. Make mistakes. Make every single mistake you can that does not have permanent repercussions. And what I mean by permanent is life altering. You get locked up in jail. You alter your brain chemistry by doing some drugs, stuff like that. Don't do that. But experience life, fail, learn, get your heart broken, heal it. You only become your strongest and greatest self when you're faced with adversity. Building your mind is the same as building your muscle. You have to overload it. It has to be overbearing in order for you to develop the strength to bear it. So, my 20s were amazing. The first two years of my 30s, 
I finally closed all the chapters in my 20s. It's been amazing. There have been some crazy life lessons. There have been lots of tears. There's been so, so much laughter, so much love, so much evolution. As you go about your day-to-day family, I want you to think about what are some things that the previous decade has taught you? What are some hurts? What are some hangups? What are some failures? What are some things that you thought would stop you from succeeding that you have learned from and have learned and have learned to become a better person because of? How are you better today than you were 10 years ago? Cuz baby, I can tell you this. Mama's a whole different being. A completely different person. I don't even think the same. I recognize how I used to think, but I can't even fathom going back to my 20s to relive it because I was dumb. (laughs) There's no other way to put it. Mama was dumb. I had fun, lots of fun, but mama was dumb. In order to become wise, you must first do a lot of dumb shit. So live your life, love your life, and be as authentic as possible. Find me on Instagram, family. Let's discuss. Today's my 32nd birthday. So if you're hearing this, go find me on Instagram and tell me happy birthday. But also tell me which one was your favorite lesson. I hope you all have an amazing day today. Go drink the rest of your water. It is also Father's Day. And it's Juneteenth. My birthday is a day of days and a day of celebration. Treat your fathers with love, with kindness, and with grace. Treat yourself with love, with kindness, and lots, lots of grace and forgiveness. And treat others with a lot more gentleness. We're all going through something right now. And we're all healing from something. Drink your water today, family, and have an amazing rest of your day. Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive health supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, thanks for listening to another episode of Morning Motivation for the Fit Mind. To delve deeper into this week's lesson, visit my blog at thefitteam.com. For more mindset tools, tips, and affirmations, follow me on Instagram at It's coach underscore ebb, E-B. Thank you all and hope you have an amazing day.